0: Welcome to 30 Minutes to Wealth, the show that teaches you how to build wealth through real estate. Our company, Profunds Mortgages, has assisted real estate investors in achieving wealth for over two decades. Over the next 30 minutes, we're going to share some of our key strategies in real estate with you. Right here on 30 Minutes to Wealth. Hi, I'm Carmen and this is Jordan. Welcome to 30 Minutes to Wealth, the show that teaches you how to build wealth through real estate. Today we
1: have an exciting show lined up with a guest that owns his own real estate development company. He's going to talk us through ways that you can get started in land development on a smaller scale. We're happy to have Charles Waugh on the show today. Charles, thanks for joining us today.
2: Thanks for having me and uh, congratulations on the success of your first uh, season. Thank
0: Thank you you so much. It's been very very well received. And mm-hmm. we're so grateful for that. So thank you, viewers. <laughs> Keep watching.
1: So Charles, you have a very impressive background in a lot of different facets of real estate. You've done buy and hold, rent to own, um, land development. So talk to us about how you got started in real estate.
2: Well, first and foremost, like my my father, uh, 15 years ago, he had uh, stage four cancer. So uh, during that time, real estate was a big reason of, uh, to help him survive. Uh, because of his uh, real estate portfolio, mm-hmm. which gave him the passive income. Ah.
0: So your father was in real estate as well?
2: He was in real estate as well. So I'm basically following kind of their steps. Yeah. Development is new. I'm jumping to development. But during his cancer battle, um, because he had the passive income, he was able to rest at home. They sold Mm -hmm. off their their business uh, and rested and just kind of uh, relied on the passive income to to recover from from the illness.
1: That's amazing. And
2: miraculously, he survived from the stage four cancer. What a blessing Incredible that story. is. Yeah, it was it was crazy. So me and my brother, through that experience, we got to see the opportunities that uh, real estate can provide for families. Mm-hmm. And so uh, after uh, during school, I took uh, computer engineering. I became uh, worked as a computer engineer for five years, and then our office just shut down. It was political reasons. And from there, it was a perfect opportunity to follow my dreams of getting into real estate. And uh, for me, development was something that I was always interested in, and so it was a kind of a natural transition. Yeah, so would you say
1: that's what really sparked your whole motivation to want to get into that field? Had you thought about real estate much before that?
2: Uh, Well, that was like kind of one thing that we saw that was very powerful. Mm -hmm. But two, in terms of development, uh, creating. um, You know, I, I love to be able to create and have impacts on communities. And when you're doing development, when you're building houses or or, doing res- or even commercial developments, you're having a big impact on the community. And so for me, to be able to create and build great neighborhoods is really super, very, very important to me.
0: Question, so did you start right away in development or did you get into other real estate first? <laughs> I just
2: jumped right in. Jumped me. right in, woohoo, and let's go. I, <laughs> and I went big. Yeah. Like, uh, go I got, big or go home. Got uh, 10 acres of <laughs> land in Ancaster. Those first two projects, we, I worked with a builder, a local builder, and they basically mentored me. I had no idea what I was doing. Great. For the first six months uh, of that first project, I tried to, like, there's no um, like, documentation online or teaching you how to get into development. Yeah. I was trying to learn on my own. and I was making mistakes. I was uh, spending money, uh, losing time. Mm-hmm. And so it must I must have been I,
1: stressful for you at the beginning. Yeah, it was, it yeah. was
2: definitely pretty stressful, and especially as the, there's carrying costs, uh, so what I did was I realized I need to uh, partner together with a builder. So I met with some local builders, ended up hitting off with, um, with uh, one company, uh, and we worked together. I went so into, how did
0: you work together? Like, what exactly was the structure?
2: Basically, they would uh, treat my projects like one of their own. Okay. Uh, they, in, in exchange, they would uh, mentor me. So I went into their office every single week. I worked directly with their land development department. So everything, basically, all I know, I, I owe them. <laughs> wow. You know, they taught me a lot, and in exchange, once we uh, got approvals, they they took over and they purchased the lands.
0: So did they? Were they like a fifty percent partner with you, or well, something well, it's that?
2: it was clean because they just mentor like when they mentor me, there's no cost involved. Like we're not, I don't pay mm-hmm. them, they don't pay me, and then what they get was the first right refusal to buy those lands ah, after. So once ah, they bought, it was it was it was complete.
0: So is the project built out now?
2: It's not built out. Um, they're going to be starting construction on that first project soon, and it came, kind of came for a full circle because that was also one of my parents' dream properties that they wanted to, to live on eventually, oh, wow. and they bought. They bought from from the builder. <gasps> That's so
0: cool! What a neat So they story. will be living there
2: in, 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 uh, in a in year in 2020.
0: Well, that wow. was a- totally meant to be project, right? <laughs> they seriously holy, totally. yeah. like When are you ever going to deal
2: like that? That's amazing. But, you know, what I always tell investors now is that I recommend that they start smaller.
1: Yeah, and that's something we want to talk about today. today because, yes. I mean, the idea of doing a large development project is obviously amazing, but for people that are maybe just getting their feet wet, just getting started in this, oh, yeah. it's a lot easier to maybe start, start a little bit smaller scale. <laughs> yeah. So we want to talk about infill land development today. Yes. yes. And Charles, tell us a little bit about what that actually is.
2: So so, infill development is basically development within existing urban areas. So, we're talking about not the green belt, not rural areas. And the so, we're not
1: taking a plot of land and developing on it. We're no. not taking a cornfield. No. You're in the exactly. city.
2: Within the city. Yes. And you can view it almost as like uh, filling in those missing teeth, those missing gaps. Mm-hmm. And so, quite often, infill development, uh, you, you might be just building on you know, vacant land or maybe even underutilized land. Mm-hmm. where there's a dilapidated property or right. let's say there's a single-family home right by a go station that's really underutilized. You want to be probably higher density. right? So, and then the other thing is this is also a provincial mandate through their growth plan. They want intensification. They want to be building near these transit-oriented hubs. So whenever you are mm-hmm. proposing something that the, that the province wants, mm-hmm. that always helps with your, with your approvals. I all else being equal. That
1: yeah. makes sense. Yeah. So, <laughs> what would you say are the main benefits to infill land development to the investors, like the people that actually want to come in and sure. do these so, projects? For yes. sure.
2: First and foremost, I think um, uh, one is that investors may already have uh, the excess land yeah. within their existing portfolios. And they don't so even, they even realize it. And they
1: don't know. Yeah. No,
2: they don't even know. Yeah. Like, you might have, like, they might, oh, that's just a, a useless side yard or whatever, extra deep lot. They Extra don't know. That to that's
0: cut.
2: <laughs> once you know in the development business, land is very valuable. Yeah. So people might have excess land where they can sever off one, two, three lots, and and then uh, once they create those lots, mm-hmm. that could be worth hundreds of thousands of dollars, tens or hundreds of thousands of dollars that they can unlock from their existing portfolio. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's one big, big benefit yeah. to infill land development. Uh, another one would be that it's, uh, I would say it's less risk, it takes less capital, and it's faster timeline compared to larger developments, where you need to go through rezoning, site plan, and the full, you know, multi-year uh, phase oh yeah, project. Yeah, for sure.
0: Well, development is you know, on the riskier side of things. Yes. And specifically, if you don't know what you're doing. So it's best to start small and, you know, um, I mean, you've got a case study we're going to showcase soon, maybe after the break, but it's an amazing story. And, um, and what you've done there and I've done it before too and I just love it. Um, I don't, really like the construction aspect of things. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, just
2: I'm doing, doing <laughs> it right now for the yeah. first time, yeah. and it, I think it shaves some years off your life. Holy mackerel. <laughs> so I mean, it's it's t- consumed my life over the past few months.
0: Some people love yeah. it, and they yeah. they just, that's their knack, you know? But for me, mm-hmm. no. Development is, is a great thing. You can, exactly what you were saying, you can take a property that has a single home on it, and sever, yep. you could create three extra homes exactly. on, on land, which I've done in the past, and it's incredible, mm-hmm. and the right. value you create versus the cost.
2: It's, it's a, exactly. So another benefit then would be the limited risk to the high potential reward. Mm-hmm. So let's say on a small scale of development, you might spend $20,000, $40,000 on the approval process, so that's mm-hmm. application fees, paying your consultants, uh, development charges, and whatnot. If you spend $20,000, 30000 and you're able to create one, two, three lots, Those lots could be worth hundreds of thousands of dollars. That's a humongous uh, gap from the risk to reward. I like those odds.
0: (laughs) Yes. And you know, I know there aren't a lot, well, Maybe after the show there might be more, but there're not a lot of people that understand that. Yes. And it's either the big guys are doing the bigger stuff, but the little infill stuff, there's not that many. So there That's are. That's a great point. Quite a bit of real estate or, or opportunities properties, opportunities available yeah. Yeah. Uh, for this, and, and even in smaller communities. Right. You know, um, your your specific uh, area focus is in uh, is it in the Niagara Hamilton region?
2: and St. Catherine's. So right. I'm born and raised Ontario. in Hamilton, so uh, I I know I'm very familiar with Hamilton. Mm-hmm. But I have also branched out to St. Catharines, and, and that's where I'm constructing right now. And that's where our case study will be in, in a bit later on, too. Yeah, that's right.
0: a, a really great, uh, great story. And I can't wait to share that with everybody. So we're going to head to break. Okay. Um, so to learn more about development, don't go away. We'll be right back. If you'd like more information about investing in real estate or have any questions or comments... Check us out online at profunds.ca. While you're there, be sure to view our other episodes filled with great real estate knowledge.
1: Hi, I'm Jordan. This is Carmen. Welcome back to 30 Minutes to Wealth. We're here with our guest Charles Waugh and we're just talking about infill land development. So Charles, just jumping into where we left off, um, is there any criteria that investors should look for when finding a property um, suitable for this type of um, venture?
2: Uh, I like to uh, advise people to look for corner lots. Corner lots are typically larger than internal lots. And uh, oversized lots, uh, double lots, double lots are where you have Uh, two adjacent parcels that are owned by the same person. Uh, Typically, one side has a house, the other side is vacant, so those are perfect opportunities for Mm severing off a lot. Another creative strategy, you could look for extra deep lots too. If you're Mm -hmm. able to buy a couple or three uh, side-by-side, then you might be able to access the back and and have a development in in the rear yard. That would
1: be really awesome. That's very similar to what we're going to talk about with your case study. Yes. Once when in, investors find the property then, that they, or say they have a property existing that has some extra mm-hmm. um, room available, what kind of due diligence should they do? Or if they're looking to buy a new property, what due diligence should they do to kind of determine if this is going to be a good avenue for them?
2: So I think the first thing they should do is uh, review the zoning bylaws and the official plan, mm-hmm. uh, and that's to see what they can uh, develop as a baseline. Right. So that gives you an idea of what you can do as of right, meaning the neighbors and the city can't complain, you're able to go ahead and just go to a building permit. Uh, now, that gives you a baseline. From there, you want to uh, determine the highest and best use. Mm-hmm. And this step is a very important step in development That's mm-hmm. obviously uh, has a huge effect on, on your numbers. Uh, at this stage, I would highly recommend uh, conducting a private urban planner. They will help you kind of determine that that highest and best use on a concept and what do you
1: plan. mean by highest and best use?
2: So I mean it could be it could be uh, the number of units it could be ROI, highest and best use like the
1: best potential for that property
2: the best potential for that property yeah that's and you also want a balance though of approvability mm-hmm. because if the land uh, allows you to go fifty stories high mm-hmm. but you know it's going to create a crazy fight with everybody or people aren't going to like it. For 10 it.
0: years. For yeah. 10 years. Because you got to yeah. think about your your yeah. time
2: horizon. Like you, we, like for me, I want to come in and out of these projects as quick as possible. Absolutely. Yeah, and you
1: have to think about your neighbourhood and how that's going to f- gonna be well received yeah. or that's it's not right. going to be.
2: So, yeah. So, if, you know, considering all those things, um, you want to balance between uh, kind of the, the approvability mm-hmm. and of course it has to be feasible. So between those things.
0: But, you're, but in any neighbourhood, you're never getting, I mean... I haven't ever received an approval really quick without any fight from the local community or neighbors. Or even somebody, if you are right? coming
1: in and you're creating something amazing, Google. it seems like yeah. there's always some
0: bit of pushback.
2: Quite often someone, with development, right? I think people don't like change. That's why. Yes, Agreed. The way that I like to do it is I like to be transparent. So I will send letters, out, handwritten letters to the neighbors. I'll let them know Smart. kind of my plan. We'll have uh, public information sessions. The more you engage with the community, I feel even if they're against it, they're at least going to appreciate that you're being open with them. No, well, I, I think that's
0: it. a valid point. They feel kind yeah. of involved in, right. in, in a way. But right?
2: unfortunately, <laughs> as developers, you've got to expect there's almost always going to be Oh
0: my gosh, back. I've been through some interesting stories, <laughs> I'll tell you. People fake crying in the in the committee meetings. <laughs> oh. And, oh, they're going some, you know, but as long as
2: we know that what
0: <laughs> you have had a very interesting <laughs> situation,
2: so you know. But as long as we know that what we're proposing is really going to benefit the neighborhood, that's what helps me, you know, sleep at night. I know what I'm doing yes. is really to have a good impact and to build these great neighborhoods. So that helps me to be able to push through and allow people to scream at me or whatever it may be to kind of push through with with our proposal.
1: So Charles, talk to us about this case study now. Um, I know you said it's a property in the St. Catharines, Ontario area.
2: So basically we uh, we have two adjacent properties and uh, on a corner lot. And what we've done is we've severed the back and created two new lots to build two semis with purpose-built uh, secondary suites in in the basements.
0: So, so the property that you bought was on a corner. Yes, it was. And what was on that property when you purchased it?
2: Uh, just uh, really old, outdated, ugly, ugly for investors. When it's ugly. There's always, uh, yeah. you know, potential to have that uplift in, in value. Absolutely. Right. So nobody wanted these properties. They were actually listed.
1: So that's a good thing for investors yeah. to find <laughs> these uglier properties because there's so much potential there, right?
2: Absolutely. So these have been listed, uh, two adjacent properties, for like three months. Nobody wanted it. Totally run down. Wow. And so, but I saw value in it. And really where I saw the most value was in the land in the back. So what uh, we ended up doing was going in, renovating these two existing houses, um, and then renting them out, they cash flow on its, on its own. So, so based on
0: the purchase price you, you, you paid yes. and the investment you put in, they're cash flowing now.
2: They're already cash flowing.
0: So on top of that now, you created an additional lot,
2: additional two lots. Oh my gosh. So those are like bonus basically, because the investment was already good on itself as a rental. Wow. Then the, the, the two semis, the two yeah. new lots yeah. were, were completely bonus.
0: Wow. Yeah. So yeah. what's the value of those
2: two extra lots? Just so those two extra lots are worth approximately, together, about $180,000. And we spent roughly $80,000 in development costs to create those. So, again, those are the application fees, the consultants. So uh, let's start from the charges.
1: scratch. Let's, th- let's talk yeah. about when you actually purchased sure. that property and, you know, how much that property was to start with, yep. what you came in, because it's it's kind of an interesting story how you were able to renovate the existing property cash flow there, yep. and then also do that severance at the back. So to help sure. us um, go through the numbers mm-hmm. a little bit better. So
2: we spent $635,000 for both properties, uh, and with a traditional mortgage, 20% down, uh, that's about $127,000, uh, closing costs about $10,000 and then cosmetic renovations. I uh, spent $50,000 between the Because you two said they were,
0: they were pretty run down. Oh, they were so run $50,000? That so, That's amazing.
2: I have some good traits. <laughs> hey,
0: you must. Yeah. yeah.
2: One was a single family home, the other one was a duplex. Well, so we kept some elements. Yes. Uh, the bedrooms were fine, and uh, we we put new flooring, uh, new kitchen, of course. Of course. And new bathrooms.
0: Yeah, of course. So yeah.
2: that gave a humongous uplift in, in the value of the property. Yeah and the, the appeal as a, as, a, you know, as a rental. So those were no problem to rent. And mm-hmm. then, uh, so we were in it for $187,000. And that's to, to, again, purchase the two properties with 20% down, uh, plus renovate them, cos- all cosmetic renovations. Mm-hmm. So we're in it for 187. dollars uh, that's the initial investment. Then we spent that approximately $80,000 additional towards the development approvals. To create that extra one hundred eighty thousand dollars, and that's lot,
1: lot exactly. So that's one hundred eighty thousand dollars of just lot value. Yep. you know, you could then either decide to, sell, like, I mean, sell that, sell those lots, or um, are
0: you going to build on top of them?
2: So we're constructing right now. I've done it over the last three months now.
0: So what are you building? Uh,
2: the two semis with purpose-built secondary suites. Awesome. So it's an amazing investment. They're going to cash flow Holy incredibly. Uh, it's something that we, we plan on holding mm-hmm. because it's such a great mm-hmm. investment. Um, and uh, like, we even have nine foot ceilings in, in the basement. Amazing. Four foot by four foot windows.
0: Wow.
2: It, it, feel, it doesn't feel like a basement. Yeah. So, but we could have, like, I always advise uh, investors when they're getting into this, mm-hmm. you know, once you create a lot or two, you, if you, especially if you have a full time job, I would either, either hire a builder so you don't have to deal yeah. with any of it yes. or sell off the lots. Yeah. Don't do it yourself and try to do it part time.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> <neither>. <laughs> I know.
1: But seriously, that's such an amazing thing, like you found these two properties, you've renovated them, um, you know, you're know, you in pretty minimally for, from a cost perspective, that's right. you're renting them out and now you've created so much value just in severing these lots, yeah. that's it.
2: And, and our development costs for this particular project, I said they're around $80,000, they could easily be $10,000, $20,000 less. For various reasons, this one was a bit more complicated mm-hmm. of a project. Mm-hmm. So for, for most other cases, you can expect that you're going to be lower. So if you're closer to 60, let's say sixty thousand dollars, and the more lots you're able to sever, uh, the more value you've created. Of
0: course, and now your
2: ROI just just goes up.
0: What type me. of reports do you have to do to get those approvals in place?
2: So fortunately for these small scale infill there's yeah. really not many reports. Excellent. Like the large rezoning, you have to do all those like no- engineering and all that stuff. For small scale, you need to have your your site servicing and grading plan. Okay. And uh, that's that's and your survey. Your survey, right? That's right. Uh, you need your house designs, yeah. And that's that's more basically it. You have to have a, a good planner on, on your team, yes. And your planner is going to represent you to try to get the approvals. But in terms of mm-hmm. reports, that's basically it. Like, I mean, it depends on the parcel, it depends on the municipality. Mm-hmm. But in general, that's and that's why I recommend starting with these smaller scale.
0: Yeah. There's
2: not all those reports like. It seems a
1: lot less of a, you know, scary undertaking for an Absolutely. investor
2: that's
0: newly coming into this mm-hmm. to start on this kind of that's scale, right. right? Exactly. Now I do know that um, you did get a first mortgage on there. Now, yes. how did the bank deal with it when you had to sever these lots?
2: When we sever off the lots, we had to do partial discharge of the mortgage.
0: And they allowed you to do that?
2: Oh, <laughs> That took, that, that, that delayed us by at least two, three months. Okay,
0: so listen. Yeah. If you would have come to us and said, Carmen, I need funding for this, I would have told you right off the hop, don't use a bank for this yep. because what you can do is you can close with private money. Right. Right. And we'll even give you the additional funding that you need to do all the planning and things like that. Right. Right. So that 86000 yeah. or 82000 whatever you paid. Right. Uh, and then we'll give you 75 to 80% on the property. Right plus any planning costs, and then when you we've severed off the lots and you want to discharge them so you can do whatever you have to do on the construction side, right. there's not a problem with that. We'll let it go very easily. Exactly. And for the cost that it costs you for the extra time, yeah, private money, 10 times worth it. I so.
2: agree, and this is something we're, we're investigating right now. We're definitely considering, um, because even though there's typically a higher uh, cost in terms of interest rate, for yeah. the private it's funds. It's so
0: worth it. Look it's, at the money yeah. you're
2: making. And plus, you don't have to deal with all this... Uh, this Red tape. <laughs> yeah, it's
0: right. ah, yeah, yeah. so hard today, <laughs> yeah. right? So, yeah, so we have to, we, our time is almost up and this is crazy. Already? Know, it goes yeah, so quickly.
1: So, Thank you so much for joining us today and we just kind of wanted to summarize if there's any exactly. last tips of advice that you can offer to investors about getting started in land development.
2: Now, specifically for small-scale info land development, I would say hire a great Private Urban Planner. Yes. Again, they're going to be... Uh, How do you
0: find that, though? That's the thing, right? You gotta, I,
2: would, I guess I would, about, word of mouth. W- or w- yeah. Referrals, word yeah. of mouth. Yeah. Go talk to uh, someone in, in your network that develops, or worst case, go on Google and search there. But yeah. if yeah. you can go word of mouth, ask for experience, mm-hmm. then the Urban Planner is, is your key resource for, for these developments because mm-hmm. they're going to be your li- liaison with the, with the city staff.
0: Yeah, that's the key. Having and they're going to represent
2: really you. So mm-hmm. that's very, very important. And then I think the second thing would just be, I want to reiterate and tie back, is that to, to start small. Don't for do sure, what I did sure. and go and, and go large, large developments. It's Although it's, it
1: worked pretty well for you in the end. Yeah,
2: but, but it probably yeah. shaved off some years of my life. I think it's, it, it could be, def, it got stressful, very yeah. stressful at times and not, uh, recommended.
0: Yes. not recommended.
2: Start small. If you like it, then go big if you like
0: <laughs> I totally get
2: it. Yeah.
0: I'm, I'm like you, I went in, woo, let's go. You I just jump
2: it. off the deep end, oh, yeah. right?
0: So I guess that's it, our time is up. If you are
1: interested in learning a little bit more about how you can utilize private financing towards your development um, or real estate acquisitions, you can go to profunds.ca for more information and feel free to check out 30 minutes for more episodes on real estate investing.
0: Thank you so much for coming on. Go create wealth.